Hey, welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And today you are going to answer. You are. You are going to <laughs> provide us with a lot of information about why did Jesus pick Judas Iscariot as one of his 12 disciples? Yeah, that's it's a Judas is frustrating. Just he like, is. why? Like, why did he get that privilege? Yeah. Did you not know something, Jesus? And you <laughs> gave him the money? Right. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, the answer is simple. And thankfully, the scriptures answer this multiple times, but it's a little elusive. Like, you're, I'm going to read all these texts to you, and the answer is all going to be the same. And you're going to be like, oh, interesting. I know all of those texts, but I never put it together. Yeah. Okay? okay. So here's the answer, and then I'll read the text. Okay. Jesus picked Judas in order to fulfill the scriptures. It was a part of the prophetic plan that there would be a rebel in the 12. Mm. Okay. So where do we, where do we see this? And, and these scriptures go back to the old Testament and what you see is David, who is the shadow of Jesus. And so Jesus is born in his lineage, but you read the Psalms. And one of the understandings you have to have about how the Psalms are written is that they are almost prophetic uh, in terms of Jesus would fulfill or reenact many of the experiences that David had. Mm. So when the Jews would look back at David's experience, they understood them as prophetic. He was a type. He was the first of the second. Uh, so uh, Jesus comes and he is in the line of David and he's the better David. He's the next David. You know what I mean? There's all these comparisons. Mm -hmm. So there are all of these experiences that David was having, but these experiences were simply a foreshadow of what the Messiah was ultimately going to experience. It's a different way of thinking about prophecy. So prophecy is not just one thing where the Old Testament says um, there will be a king in 1,000 years yep, and he will come. Will and then 1,000 years later, um, a lot of Old Testament prophecy is in types and shadows. And so that, like, like for example, bulls and goats and the blood of bulls and goats, that God would institute these types and shadows uh, these things that were real, but they weren't actually the point. They were a shadow of something bigger and better that would be coming. Now, when the Jews initially got bulls and goats as a part of their sacrificial system, uh, juries out on whether or not they understood that these were just types and shadows and not the ultimate thing. Yes. But as time goes on, they start to realize the blood of bulls and goats can't forgive sin. Uh, there's a scapegoat, right? Well, what is a Why a scapegoat? Why these feasts and festivals? And you start to realize all of them are types and shadows and they have a larger prophetic fulfillment in Jesus, who is the substance. And again, they didn't always realize what was going on, mm. but God is intentional. He had a design from creation all the way through the death and resurrection of Jesus, all the way going up to the second coming and the final judgment and the new heavens, and the new earth. So God has a global historical plan. We're not always aware of how all the pieces fit together in the moment. Yep. And so as time goes on, we start to see these things. So now let me read you some New Testament scriptures. Sure. Uh, John 17, 12. Uh, here's what John says. While I was with them, Jesus is praying, sorry. Jesus says, while I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I've guarded them. He's talking about the disciples. Not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction that the scripture might be fulfilled. Hmm. Okay. We go to Acts chapter one, the beginning of Luke is accounting the growth in the beginning of the church. And then here's what happens. Verse 16, brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. And then he gives a little bit of an explanation 
um, I believe it's from Psalm 109 verse eight, where um, there are some comments made about David's experience and David didn't know it, but it was a shadow of what was going to happen to Jesus. Mm. It was real for David, yeah. but it, it didn't just exist for this moment. It mm. existed to give vocabulary for what the Messiah, the better David is going to experience. Uh, it goes on in verse 20. Oh yeah. For it's written in the book of Psalms. This is the the comment from David. May his camp become desolate and let there be no one to dwell in it and let another take his office. Like it's, it's interesting because David had a betrayer in his midst yes. and his camp was desolate. And then they had to find somebody to fulfill and replace his office. Mm-hmm. So as the church looked back on David's experience, they knew by the Holy Spirit that um, actually David went through this to model what was going to happen to Jesus. And then they had to fulfill um basically finding someone to take on Judas's replacement and to mm-hmm. fulfill um, his role in his office. John 13, eight, Jesus says, I'm not speaking to all of you. I know whom I've chosen, but the scripture will be fulfilled. Here's another one. He who ate bread, he who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. That's from Psalm 41, nine. So the short answer is, <laughs> it's a lot of words here, but yeah. the short answer is, uh, the Old Testament had multiple prophetic types and shadows in the life of David that were designed to show them what was going to happen in the Messiah. Mm. So if you're a Jew and you're reading the Psalms and you're a Christian Jew, you know that David, what he experienced was going to be a shadow of what the Messiah experienced. Right. So you just kind of knew that. They understood mm. that uh, he was a picture, a mm. shadow. Mm-hmm. So all these experiences, they were looking to see how are these fulfilled in Jesus as well? Again, very different than how Western Americans think of prophecy and fulfillment. And yeah. um, fulfillment can be, uh, it's a tricky word, but fulfillment can be, hey, in a thousand years, this guy will come and then he comes. It can also be fulfilling the point of the shadow. So again, we yep. go back to bulls and goats. Yep, It existed. It was real, but at a bigger a bigger goal. And when that goal was met, it was fulfilled. When the real thing came, mm. the type in the shadow fulfilled its purpose. It was temporary and it pointed to something bigger, purpose fulfilled. So Jesus was the substance and he fulfilled all the types and shadows. David was a type and shadow of Jesus. That's really so interesting <laughs> and, and incredibly complex, but somehow so oh, clear once right. you see it. Well, this is, this is how God works. In the moment, nothing is clear. No, nothing makes sense. And then you look back and you're like, oh, that's what you were doing. I ah, you're known. a genius. Why didn't I trust you the yeah. whole way? All the piece, puzzle right. pieces come together. Yes. Well, there's a, uh, this is the last thing I'll say about this. Well, maybe it depends what you say next, <laughs> but there's another level to this, which is Jesus needed to die. And well, Judas being in the inner circle was the easiest, most simple way to create the pathway for him being arrested, betrayed, et cetera, mm. um, all for 30 silver coins. Yep. What a pathetic. Yeah, that is pathetic you know, and sad. sad. And yeah. what he came to realize inevitably. He killed himself. Yep. Yeah. So, and never even made it to heaven in the process. Yeah. Son of destruction. That is yeah. not I mean, a good role Literally, to Jesus play. says, I kept all, I, of the 12, I kept 11. I only lost one. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is really, it is very sad. I'm saying it with such, you know, decisiveness and clarity right yep. now, but it is, the more you ponder just the reality yeah. of Judas. Think about it, another level. Judas understands the role of David in types and shadows. Mm-hmm. And for Judas being a, a Jewish boy who knew the word of God to realize he was the betrayer. He is the one. Yeah. Like 
you read these stories about David and you're like, who's it going to be? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm the bad guy. I'm the villain of the story. So that that might help you understand why he killed himself. It's it's not just this principle, like I betrayed the, mm. like to realize that for a thousand years, these scriptures have been written and they were preparing, they were for you. Yeah. They're, your name was on them. Yeah. And that's sickening. And you were the one to fulfill the plan of God, to execute the son of God mm. for money. You know, yeah. Satan filled his heart. Very sad. The yep. whole thing is very sad. It is very sad. Um, well, I want to thank you for not just the insight on this question, but all the questions we've done so far, because this is actually actually our last question of this season. Mm. So we are going to be back yeah. and uh, we are excited for it. And we've had a good time. We have. You know, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what season this is <laughs> because this is like the fulfillment <laughs> A Village Church Q&A podcast, right? (laughs) Yeah. Which had like, I think 700 and Mm. some odd episodes. And uh, so we're like, was that season one? Was that season zero? (laughs) And so now we're just Village Church Q&A because it's on the the video platform. But but I think this will be season one and then we'll come back with season two. That That, feels right. Which is how we made decisions in Village Church Q&A, isn't (laughs) it? It feels right. It feels right. All right. We will see you guys soon.